Arcadian Vanguard presents the Wrestling News in your daily wrestling newscast for Wednesday, May 24th, 2023. Good morning. I'm Mike Sepervivi. We begin today with last night's episode of NXT broadcast live on USA Network from the WWE Performance Center in Orlando, Florida. Laid out there to make it to Law. Pop Rocks countered. Oh, throw first. Goes Perez. Up. Down. Rolling through. One more time. Oh, the most beautiful moonsault ever. It's, wow. it's headed to Battleground. In the main event, Tiffany Stratton defeated Roxanne Perez with her double jump moonsault to advance to the finals of the NXT Women's Championship Tournament, coming up this Sunday at NXT Battleground. This was just another day at the office for Tiffany Stratton. We all know this was what was going to happen. But this Sunday night, when I'm flying first class back to Florida with the NXT Women's Championship, that'll be the real moment. Toodles! After the match, as she made her way up the entrance ramp, Perez was attacked by an unknown assailant dressed in all black who ran off. The opening match of the show saw Lyra Valkyria also advance to the finals when she defeated Cora Jade with a spinning wheel kick. Following the bout, Jade attacked Valkyria's knee with a kendo stick. NXT's final segment saw Ilya Dragunov and Dijak brawl around ringside. In the process of doing so, the two signed a hold harmless agreement for their last man standing match at Battleground. It has officially been signed, that whole harmless agreement. Hank Walker defeated Tank Ledger. After the match, both men were speared by Braun Breaker. During the show, both Breaker and NXT champion Carmelo Hayes had video packages aired to hype up their title match this Sunday. In other results, Nathan Frazier defeated Noam Dar after Dragon Lee came down to ringside, which distracted Dar. Tyler Bate defeated Eddie Thorpe, after which Joe Gacy jumped Bate and also thwarted North American champion Wes Lee from making the save. Dabakato defeated Axiom, and Luca Crisofino debuted, defeating Von Wagner by disqualification. With some WWE corporate news, here's the Wrestling News' Lou Kippelman. WWE Chief Executive Officer Nick Khan appeared at the 51st Annual J.P. Morgan Technology, Media, and Communications Conference in Boston on Tuesday and spoke on a variety of topics, including the company's ongoing media rights negotiations. Taking questions from equity research analyst David Karnofsky, much of Khan's talk centered on the company's expiring media deals in the United States, Canada, UK, and India. In the United States, Khan noted the company is still in its exclusive negotiating window with NBC Universal, while the same window for Fox is now passed. Khan cautioned that negotiations over Raw and SmackDown may extend into next year and made sure to tout the company's worth as a live event property in the changing landscape of how television content is being consumed. Khan emphasized the company has, quote, over-delivered, end quote, for their partners. Uh, we think our product has over-delivered on USA if you look at it. 
So we think we've over-delivered with Peacock, we think we've over-delivered with our other partners, and now it's time to monetize it properly. Khan also touted the audience the original WWE Network brought to Peacock, as well as Monday Night Raw's value to the USA Network overall. We're talking about the 22 million paid Peacock subscribers, millions of them, and I can't say exactly how many million. I know it, but, you know, we're sort of uh, given NBCU... Uh, our word that we wouldn't uh, broadcast that information, but millions of their subscribers are because of WWE. We're basically a churn-proof property, uh, and we're doing about a .6 in the 18 to 49 demo uh, on USA consistently. If you look at the ratings on USA, that's 3x the number two show there. So considering the high sub-fees that USA continues to get, which they deserve, we think WWE is a big part of that. Noting Amazon Prime's recent agreements with the National Football League on Thursday nights and a possible deal with the Collegiate Pac-12 Conference, Khan stated WWE would be open to expanding SmackDown to three hours, which is impossible with Fox due to the network's long-standing policy of its primetime schedule ending at 10 p.m. Last week, during the SVB Moffat Nathanson Technology, Media, and Telecom Conference, where Khan also spoke, Fox CEO Lachlan Murdoch downplayed Amazon's influence, saying he feels the NFL's move to the streaming giant has been, quote, a disaster, end quote, adding that sports owners, quote, really need to think carefully about the value of sports brands reaching as many Americans as possible, end quote. Other topics Khan spoke about included upcoming media rights deals in the UK, Canada, and India, collecting site fees for premium live events, and the company's collegiate name, image, and licensing program. For the wrestling news, I'm Lou Kippelman. In ratings news, Monday Night Raw drew its lowest total audience since January 16th, falling 4.5% from last week and attracting 1.638 million viewers to the USA Network, according to Showbuzz Daily. In the hourly breakdown, the first hour drew 1.720 million viewers, which fell to 1.692 million for hour two, then dropping to 1.501 million for the final hour, marking a loss of 191,000 viewers from hour two to three, and a cumulative loss of 219,000 viewers over the course of the show. In the key 18 to 49 year old demographic, the show drew a 0.54 rating, equating to 704,000 viewers, down nearly 7% from last week, according to WrestleNomics. The episode came in fifth for the night on cable TV in the key demo, trailing the NBA Western Conference Finals coverage and down from second place last week. Raw did beat everything else on television, with the exception of ABC Network's Jeopardy Masters. In news from Japan, New Japan Pro Wrestling presented night number nine of the Best of the Super Juniors tournament yesterday in Osaka, Japan. Only Block A tournament matches were held with Titan defeating Hiromu Takahashi, Speedball Mike Bailey beating Leo Rush, Sho defeating Doki, and Raisuke Taguchi defeating Kushida. As a result of finishing at the top of Block A, Titan and Bailey will now meet in the semifinals taking place Sunday in Tokyo. The winner will move on to the finals being held later that night against the winner of Block B. Semifinals for Block B are being decided today in Osaka. With some news from outside the ring, here's the wrestling news' Lou Kippelman. Charlotte Flair and Liv Morgan will appear in an upcoming film. 
about the life of long-reigning world women's champion Mildred Burke, according to a report from Fightful Select. Flair will reportedly play the role of Burke rival June Byers, while Morgan will play Claire Mortensen, Burke's predecessor as world women's champion. The film is set to begin filming next month in Louisville, Kentucky. Josh Lucas, currently starring in the Paramount TV series Yellowstone, will play Burke's husband and manager, Billy Wolf. It has not been announced who will be playing Burke herself. Jim Ross is attached as a producer and consultant to the film, which is based on the 2009 book The Queen of the Ring, Sex, Muscles, Diamonds, and the Making of an American Legend, by Jeff Lean. For the wrestling news, I'm Lou Kippelman. And before we leave you today, we'd like to remind you that however you consume your content, you can find the wrestling news 24 hours a day and seven days a week across social media. On Twitter, follow us at Wrestling News AV. Our Facebook page is also Wrestling News AV. The wrestling news can also be found on the Arcadian Vanguard YouTube page. And for those who utilize Amazon Echo devices, just tell Alexa to play the Wrestling News podcast. And remember to make sure you add podcast at the end. Once again, for daily updates, breaking news, and more, follow the wrestling news across social media. And that's the news for today. If anything happens, we will be here to tell you about it. No clickbait, no paywall, just the wrestling news. The Wrestling News is a division of Arcadian Vanguard, and the Wrestling Newscast is a production of the Arcadian Vanguard Podcast Network.